Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna Wednesday. Mary Ratzinski, it is Married at First Sight Wednesday. It is both the joy and the pain of our life. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say this. Is this what it feels like Like when you have a kid and, I don't know, maybe early teenage years where you love them, they're worth it, but you kind of hate them? That's how I feel about this show right now. It's, uh, yeah, it was a lot. It's been a lot these past few episodes. Um, Welcome, listeners. Welcome to your married, your favorite married at first sight recap. It's full of rage and laughter, and then some more rage, and then more laughter and and opinions. uh, (laughs) Lots of those, lots of opinions that sometimes we're completely wrong. But an opinion isn't. You can't be wrong in an opinion. But sometimes we think somebody's one way, and then we're proven wrong later. So if you're new here, just know that. Um, we don't really back up anything we say until the reunion airs. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we're not accountable for shit, really. But we, we get hurt along with everyone else. We know? do. We do. Fool me um, once past episode, past uh, seasons and shit, but it'll happen again, Sarah. You know it will. It'll happen again. And um, if... Don't forget that we just, so we come out every Thursday with this. We have our Patreon and on there we just do all kinds of different things and you get four episodes. They come out every Sunday and they are super, super fun. And if you joined it now, you'd be able to back, get all the ones we've done already and see what you've missed out on and then stay subscribed. And don't forget to join our socials. Are you my podcast on Instagram? On our Facebook, we have the page, and then we have a group called Are You My Podcasters? Um, Just type that in, ask to join. It is a lively, a lively motherfucking group. (laughs) Lively, (laughs) lovely, fucking lively. Yes, all the, that was, I said the same word twice, but it is a lively motherfucking group. (laughs) It it is very, very wonderful on uh, the nights when this franchise airs. It is the best. Yeah. And and in and on days that it doesn't air, but it's definitely lively on Wednesday nights. Yes. Um, well, I was going to say that it's free game, but there's you can just you can taste the blood when you're reading through it on Wednesday <laughs> nights. That's all I'm saying is you can. You that's can. true. And that being said, who oh, oh boy? Okay. Oh, well, first of all, boy. I hate the sex episodes. I hate them so much. Me too. It's like honestly, to I'm half. You know what I mean. Yeah, hate to love, love to hate. I almost feel like it's like if I'm wearing a turtleneck, I pull it up over like to right under my eyes, like I'm hiding until Viv stops talking. I, I'm just not the sort of person. I live in cardigans. Like it, I'm, it's very uncomfortable a little bit. It is very uncomfortable for you. Oh, wait, we should tell them really quick because now <gasps> we now oh, we know. Yes. Yeah. Now we know when our after parties, what after parties we're going to be on. So I'm going to be in 12 which so that's in a couple weeks and mayor bear you're gonna be in i'm gonna be in 14 yeah and so tonight was episode 10 so in two weeks i'll be on the after party and two weeks after that mayor mayor bear will be on the after party so 
You have to watch that. We we are very looking forward to that. We know we're going to have fun. So I'm so fucking excited. I'm glad you remembered that. I mean, I don't know how I forgot it. Again, that's what this show does to us tonight. <laughs> I hate it. Um, yes. Who should we? Who should we start with? Let's start with Stephen Noy because there wasn't a whole bunch about them. They. I mean, Viv visited them. Well, they had a question. What What was the question? It was like if you get if you started watching porn. It was like, well, how would you feel if you caught me watching porn? And she was like, it would turn me on. And he was like, I'd like to experience that with you. I'm like, well, that's easy. It's just free on the internet. Youporn.com. Yeah, you, youporn.com, guys. <laughs> not, yeah. not that I have a bookmarked or anything. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I was like, okay, they're being a little open, more open about sex. And Viv visited them. They basically said, what we all kind of realize that they have a great physical connection. They always have. They also, I feel like, are the couple that are are more comfortable being handy. And I don't even mean sexually. I just, they seem like they hold hands and they cuddle and they yeah. put their So, yeah. yeah, they're comfortable with each other. And they said they have a great physical connection and they've been enjoying each other. Enjo- <laughs> enjoying each other <laughs> in their, their, their oh. bathing suit region, turns yeah. out. When Aunt Viv mm-hmm. is over and they say things like that, I get so uncomfortable. Uh, me too. I don't know how she holds eye contact during these little get-togethers. I don't know how any of them do it. But Well, there was one moment tonight where I thought her whole head left her body, which was when Jasmina said, if I'm not, if I don't have an emotional connection with you, my vagina is not getting wet for you. And Viv was like, <laughs> oh. Like they just cut to her and she went, oh. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, my heavens. Yeah, she hadn't heard that one before. Yeah. They mean, Viv, Viv, by the way, tonight's episode was Viv's whole paycheck. It, it really was. It was. I it mean, was. this was this was the Viv episode. Thank God she didn't get caught in a, a yellow um, oh. one strap dress like she did last season. If you guys didn't listen to our last season, there was one time Viv wore a yellow Sort of an unfortunate look. Not you know, she looked like beautiful, a but it was just yeah, it was like a Flintstones cut dress, and it would have been cute in one episode, but then it ended up being probably due to COVID. They just cut her into every episode after that and filmed all her it, stuff, and she was just stuck in that outfit for like it was the whole season. Honestly, <laughs> it felt like I wanted to send out a search party for her. We thought she was like lost in a cave somewhere with that outfit on. It was sad, yes. but also it's nice to see her back. I'm glad. I'm glad she got to go into some kitchens. Uh, <laughs> this, yeah, this season. Yeah, this time she gets to visit people. So basically, the I think the main conversation they had was about how noise shuts down and needs space, and it was. I think we're kind of referring to Noodlegate at this point. Basically, she mm. says she knows that she left him and didn't talk to him and didn't communicate with him. And she says that she knows she'll say something that could hurt him. And so she, and she's done that in the past. So she lashes out and she was just trying to walk away before she said something she can't take back. And she got emotional saying that she realized that she really hurt him by leaving. I I needed her to react that way. Like it sort of surprised me a little bit because I, I don't know. I that whole noodle gate. I was so team Steve. You know, like what the like stir the noodles. I don't understand the problem. Um, but it was. I liked seeing her emotional about saying I don't want to be the reason that that you know he feels bad. And I I needed to see that from her. 
I did too. I think it was last week that she kind of referred to that too or something. I I just, in a way, I think she she wanted that reaction. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, what else are you looking for when you say fuck it and leave <laughs> with your dog? You know what I but, mean? But not in a mean way, in the way of, okay, now I know he cares or something. It's it, it's a bit childish, kind of like posting the thing on Instagram or whatever she did. Yes, um, yes. But at the same time, she's aware of it and she knows she needs to work on it. And that's good. And she said it broke her heart to see him hurt like that. And she said it's going to take her a while to get to where I can communicate and not do things like that. And he's like, I know it's not going to be easy or overnight, but this is not sustainable the way it is. So it seems like they're going to hash that out, hopefully. Yeah, I, I feel like they're going to hash that out. And and I think Steve really exhibits patience with her, with her, where she does shut down. The one thing I'm a little concerned about still is... um. I don't think Noi even gives a shit about the money piece of him having a job or not having a job. She just does not want to be working while he's not working. She does not want to be the one person working. Like they, they, cause didn't they ask her like, Oh, you know, about like a stay at home dad or husband, even if they had enough savings. And she's like, nah, not for me. Yeah. She said, that's not what I've envisioned. I think you're right. And I think that might be the point because he said it's not affect it hasn't affected you financially. She says, but mm-hmm. it will. And then he pointed out the stuff that he does around the house and the cooking and cleaning. Now he said, and this is what our what I think the whole married at first sight community and including you and I are always confused on because I he doesn't seem to be unemployed. He seems to be self employed. And yeah, self employed taking a sabbatical, right? Right, but also. He even said, if I if you like the benefits of me being around the house more cooking and cleaning, but if I get a full time job, I won't be able to do that. Now, again, right, he says full time right. job. So I don't know. They seem to be leaving out whether or not he's actually working from home right now. I understand that he got laid off and and uh, and seemed to have a cush cushion, not cush, but cushion to be able to <laughs> to take the time. So it's still, uh, and maybe Noi more. I mean, Noi probably knows more. He knows more, but it, it's just this confusion of: is he self-employed or is he unemployed? Yes, yes, yes to all of the confusion. And I just feel like he must have a big chunk of change sitting somewhere that they're kind of living off of, right? And I mean, I can also see how you wouldn't want someone to sort of piss through a savings you know, by just because they don't want to work right now. But I we we still don't know if that is exactly I know, the case. I know. Devil's advocate on that. We don't know. He might have not only a right. big savings, but he also might be working do, here and there and still bringing in a paycheck. And that's why he's like, yeah, I'm at home. I'm doing it. But I, I remember there was a point where we saw she seems annoyed that he's around at home a lot and she doesn't. But but then like he said, I haven't seen you splitting the tasks or anything. So she's probably going, well, fuck it, you're home. So I'm not going to do anything. And so he's like, well, but I haven't seen that you're going to do anything at home if I go back to full-time work. I, it, it's just a dumb conversation without kind of knowing 
what it is. Also, get me, you know, if you guys are both working, maybe maybe have somebody come in and clean the place a couple times a month, you know, <laughs> quit. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. Have well, someone I mean, else this... come in and stir his noodles every once in a while because. Uh... Yeah, get a get a personal noodle stir and uh, somebody to come around, throw, throw a duster around for sushi and get some of the stray hairs. I don't fucking know. Well, I mean, I, I, just mean feel- I guess that's his concern. He's like the one time um, you went to cook for me. You didn't cook my food. You just cooked for yourself. <laughs> well, yeah. And I think she was on break. She wasn't even working right then. <laughs> and she didn't give a shit about his his meal. I hate the word meal. It's like a problem I have. Um, do you do you would you be like just personally you, Sarah, say you uh had kids or whatever or say you and John had like don't, I say don't know, I regular kids. jobs. Yeah. No, no, never mind. Yeah. Okay, but I'm just saying like would you as a person have a problem with the idea of like a stay-at-home husband, stay-at-home dad? I mean, I feel like I I don't see that. I don't have a problem with it if that's where we what we could do. no, not at all. Um mm-hmm. I so I don't I know that her we also know that she had a, a a hard upbringing and so I always have to remember that she's sort of looking at the traditional and is he going to take care and and um things like that but at the same time if he's working from home and if he's able to bring in a bunch of money and also be home and help take care of the kids and stuff. Cause I think I know they both want kids. Then I don't really see that downside. So I just right. don't know that she's, I, I don't know that she's so focused on it because of their current situation. And listen, if I got married to someone that I didn't know, and then all of a sudden he was like, I don't have a job and I'm home all day and I sleep late and she's working her butt off or something. I could see where that's annoying for sure. I don't, Oh, definitely. I don't not see her side. I just don't know long term. I think she might be overthinking it. Or is he a full on? Is he full on like, I'm just waiting until my bank account runs out and then I'll see what happens. If he's doing that, then that's for sure scary. But it's just not clear. Well, yeah, I, I think that's what it is. We just don't have all the information. So like, you know, going back and forth, all, all I know is if he's paying for shit and he wants to play, you know, Tony Danza, who's the boss and fucking take care of the place. I'd be like, sign me up. But yes. that's just me. Yeah, I like I, when I come home, you cook me a meal and blah blah yeah. blah. Um, I did think it was funny when she when they were at um aerial yoga. All the girls went to aerial yoga, which looked awful. Um, oh, it did look tough. Oof. And they were talking about what they miss or something from being married. And she's like, I miss, I just miss the mystery. And I'm like, how about the mystery of his bank account and whether or not he'll ever get a job? <laughs> You've got a big mystery. That's a real whodunit. Yeah, we're never going <laughs> to know the answer to that. Yeah, she's got a lot of mystery. Ah, oh, I love it. And then yeah. what did they get in the in the intimacy basket? Like, it was like, take a body shot. She didn't know what body that is. Shots. I'm like, yeah, you know what it is. Give me a break. Everyone knows what a body shot is, even if we've never done one. I was going to say, even if we've never done one, I have we've not. seen. I don't think now that I'm actually thinking about it, I, I don't think I have either. No, of or we you have it, Mary. The, the liquor, your cardigan would soak up the liquor right away. There's no yeah, piece of your body that's. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Did you know that a cardigan is the best thing to wear for a body shot? Because you can unbutton it, you know, oh, and then sure. expose your 
your midriff or wherever, whatever, wherever the lady or gentleman wants to take the shot off your body. Although I was going to say for you though, if you unbutton your cardigan, just you expose your turtleneck. So it's not like (laughs) (laughs) I expose my, my turtleneck cardigan onesie that I'm wearing depending on the season. Okay. I didn't, you know what? I have to think about this. I did a, isn't you were a bartender? Didn't they, wasn't there a blowjob shot? It's like called the blowjob shot. Yes. It's, I forget what's something in Kahlua or something. Maybe Bailey's a little white, in Kahlua. white cream. Yeah. And then you put a little white cream, cream, cream on top on. and you're supposed yeah. to, you're supposed to put your hands behind your back and then take the shot with your mouth. I did that like once. A, oh, on my God. I wish I had that my, on video. Because <laughs> it's fun. I'm sure I was wearing a cardigan then too, just doing an off blowjob shot. I think that was like my 30th birthday or something like that. But yeah. Anyway, that so they did some 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 body shots. They looked nice. They were enjoyed their time. They they had to tell each other an intimate fantasy, and he was like, "I just want to take a shower and wash each other." And <laughs> I was like, what? yeah, I just want to maintain our hygiene together. I just want to. I just want to. Make sure you uh, wash your armpits and then <laughs> yeah, get the tits and ass. Yeah. And then she, but I knew what he meant. He's like soaping her up yeah. or whatever. But, and then she yeah. wouldn't have sex in a semi-public place. Yeah. I thought that was sort of, you could tell she's kind of, she's a, she's a spicy thing. A little quiet behind the scenes. You know what she's going to do? It's going to be something like sitting on his lap in a cab or something wearing sweatpants with a hole in it. Oh, wow. Somebody <laughs> stopped this through. <laughs> Uh, I remember hearing in high school about a couple that went to the movie theater, like in with 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 the old sweatpant hole thing, and then and then I never did in the popcorn, and then but oh yeah, that's yeah, there's that too. That's yeah, the old urban legend of, but yeah, I never did it. But I'll be honest, my face is warm right now if I think about it. I know, I know, this isn't your kind of conversation. It's Um, not, no. I I don't want to have sex in a public place because it's it's too I especially now with COVID you're just like oh I just think about how disgusting people are and I just don't want to sit on a counter that anyone touched with my bare ass you know I just I'm just not interested <laughs> yeah I was gonna say I guess I'm not looking for the STD version of COVID you know or whatever that would be called although, although what was now that I just- movie that uh, um un- unfaithful. When they go and like bang in the bathroom at the coffee shop, that was pretty good. That was pretty hot. <gasps> oh, it's always hotter see, in the movies, though. Yeah, you're right. Picture that real life. It'd be gross. Oh, yeah. Real, it would be a, a real mess. Yeah. Um, oh, good oh, on what them. else did they do? It, it was pretty much it on them. They wrote down some fears and worries and burn it. And she said something like, I'm just worried you won't love everything about me. And he was like, don't worry about that. Uh and then his concern was the expectation she has for him, which is obviously that's going to be their problem is this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whether or not she's going to be able to accept where he's at, basically, well, what with did, this thing. What did she say when he because didn't he he asked her if she doubts that he can get a job. Right. And so that was so that's kind of interesting, too, in this whole mystery, because it's like. He's basically saying, I can work when I want to work. That's what I'm taking from it. You know what I mean? He's just choosing not to right now. Yes. and But again, I don't know if that means I could work a full-time job if I wanted to, but instead I'm doing these little side gigs and I'm doing fine. So why the fuck do I need to? Well, exactly. And what if he gets paid a shit ton of money like to not do, not to not do a lot, but like 
you know, he's paid well for what he does, so he doesn't maybe have to do it a lot. She's not going to be happy with that either. I know. I mean, I it just I think that her I think just in her mind, they're supposed to both get up, go to work, come home. And so she's just going to if 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 his financial situation is fine, if he's making money working from home, if he doesn't need to go get a full on nine to five job, then she just needs to settle in and go like, oh, okay, we are fine this way. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I don't know. I was just thinking about it now, too. Didn't she say something about like wanting to have a kid like or she, I don't know when she wants to have kids, but think about that. I mean, that's nine months. All, although, wait, pregnant ladies do go to work. Never mind. I'm listen. <laughs> I, uh, we're not exactly. Mind. We're not experts a, on the uh, what happens. How long? I don't know how long they bake in there. I don't know when they come out, but I know it's a lot of work. Yeah. And and hats off to, to everyone who does it. And um, has done it. Let's talk about Jasmine and Michael because my okay. fucking head was going to explode. This, this I know, I know, Sarah. It's like they they really they're not hearing each other. No, I I at the beginning they were having these conversation about they were telling each other embarrassing school stories, which whatever it it was silly and oh my god the pee pee boy story. I know, and she was <laughs> like. <laughs> And then she was like laughing the whole time. And I thought, I'm not sure that he wants you to laugh during this, but it was, it was cute. They were just sharing, you yeah. know, she had this embarrassing period story where people played a prank on her. And um, it just seemed like they were just kind of at least sharing something and kind of laughing with each other about something, you know, kind of horrifying, I guess, for both of them when they were in school, but now they can laugh about it. But when they uh, and then I did like they had their like favorite feature thing and she loved his arms and he likes her smile yeah, and, her smile yeah but, I love when they're good I know but when, when they're, they're not man like Jesus. At the end of the episode they were good but this beat when Viv visited and <gasps> she asked about physical intimacy and they just they have not they don't hold hands they don't she, she was he said he needed he says he's letting her take the lead because she prefers this mind connection first. And that's when she said, if I don't have a connection with you, my vagina not getting wet for you. And Viv, <laughs> Viv's, Viv oh. left her body for a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know this is like her job again? to talk about sex, but for a second, she was just like, okay, now we're talking about vaginas being wet. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just got married at first sight. She first just starts it, just turns into a robot and starts saying things. Um, slides off the kitchen stool <laughs> that's one of my favorite anyway <laughs> but so uh, viv thinks that he worries that she'll always say he's disrespectful this was a good point i think that viv brought up that he is through their conversation which was one of the most talking circles i thought uh, my i thought i was gonna throw my tv out the window conversations where, but Viv was like, it seems as if Michael is afraid to ever talk to you about anything because anytime he brings up something you don't like his tone, you think he's being disrespectful. Yeah, like aggressive. And he says it feels like she always says she's the one trying and he's not, and he thinks he is, and she's not giving him any credit. And she kept interrupting him when he was saying all of this. I know that she doesn't like to be interrupted, whatever. It just was, it was frustrating to watch because then. When he goes, I'm just, I feel like I'm being interrupted. She goes, okay, finish your thought, Michael. Real condescending. <laughs> like he's 12. Yeah. I was like, ooh, she's not, this isn't going well. 
this is not going well at all. Um, I, I just feel like he frustrates me a lot at times. And then she does too. I, I sometimes I'm not sure which one's more frustrating as far as them communicating because they just talk in circles and she thinks she's putting it on the effort. He feels like he can't talk to her. Viv tells them to journal. Uh, Eddie. Oh, the Eddie. journal. I wanted, to, I wanted to go buy a journal and then throw it out a window and break the window. I was so done hearing the word journal. Oh they, my God. It's like they, they were like just not. Okay. I, I think she got on my nerves a little more this time because I feel like he was like, hey, yeah, fuck yeah, let's journal. Anything to kind of help us. You know, Viv gave us a tool. Let's maybe think about it. And she's like, um, yeah, no, you should journal then, you know, and it was just the back and forth where I think he just doesn't want to be the one told like you have the problem. So you need to journal, journal your sweet little heart out and let me know how it goes. You know, it was it was the most infuriating conversation because for once I, I felt like he was actually the one making a little more sense than her yeah. in this situation because he goes, yeah, no, maybe we should both journal because you interrupted me a couple of times. And she's like, it happened twice. Don't act like that's the big thing. And he's like. Well, no, but that that was a problem for me. And this is a problem for you. The things that I the way I don't communicate. So what if we both try the journaling thing? Because we're both having a problem. I don't have a problem communicating. I don't need to journal. And he was like, yeah, oh, OK, well, I don't want to journal either. But I was thought we could journal because Viv said to journal. And you're right. I was like, if I hear the fucking word journal one more time. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. set my house on fire. Fucking take a piss on the Wall Street Journal. I don't know. I was very <laughs> not happy about it. And and it's it it makes me feel like who knows what, you know, what they're talking about off camera. It just felt like he did. I, I don't know. And even the whole the even the beginning when he's like, you know, how can I be a better husband to you? And she's like, talk to me throughout the day, even the small things. But then, like you said, Viv bringing up the point that he doesn't he's afraid to talk to her. I mean, that that's going to be hard to have some small talk if you're afraid. Yeah. I mean, I got what she was saying. If you just tell me how your day's going, then we'll get closer because we it'll open up just regular conversation. But they're, commu- yeah. they're, they're both of them. Their communication is so bad at this point because she he talks in circles. She digs her heels in and then she mm-hmm. does get condescending. She de- she definitely did get condescending with him on this because during that journal conversation and all of a sudden the both of them were like, are you done? Okay. Are you done? I'll talk. Are you done? And I thought if that's your solution. Yeah. If that's yeah, how you like, guys have to talk to each other, this is not going to work. Can you imagine having to you and Mark, oh. your husband, your boyfriend or whatever? What do we call Mark? My emergency contact. Your emergency contact. He's, he also edits this podcast. So he loves to hear when when we just talk about him and I say words like husband and it's a mistake. <laughs> He's basically your he, husband. I was going to say, but, but common law at this point, I know he wants to be, whether he says it or not. Right now, his dick is just shriveled up inside him and he's probably weeping <laughs> listening to this. So whatever. But could you imagine if the two of you were like, okay, well, now I'm done. You go. Are you done? Can I go? Are you done? Ma- Let's do this on this podcast, Mary, and see how long we have listeners. Oh my God. Can you fucking imagine? It almost reminds me of like when he and I, if we'll ever go out to dinner or something, and do you ever like share a dessert? Like, oh, you know, oh, you know what? Let's split the fucking whatever caramel bread pudding or I don't know, whatever, where it's like, that's when we're like, are you, you done? 
because because we're both trying to be polite, but we both want to finish it. You know, yeah, that's, that's a good time to ask if you're done. That's a better time. Yeah, it this is. is oh. She got frustrated and walked out, and she said this conversation so frustrated, and I was like, "Girl, it is for all of us. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, you're not alone. <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah, it felt it felt kind of combative. It was just I I don't know. One thing too, I forgot I had in here because I think she is she is intimidating, but it's not intimidating. It's not like she's trying to be, but she's just very, she comes off very self-assured. Like even the conversation with, which is good, but I can see if you're kind of waffling on a topic, you, you know, my example is when she tells Viv that she prefers uh, a a, mental and emotional connection with somebody before she's ready to give the physical to them. And Viv's like, oh, so that's what you're used to. And Jasmina like, without missing a beat. It's like, nope, that's just what I prefer. And, you know, right. and then it was like, and it's funny because it's like, and even Viv was like, oh, she was kind of, she almost responded to the same as, as the vagina comment. But it was like, <laughs> oh, she just, oh. she knows what she wants to say and she says it. And so you wonder, is the onus on her to make the person she's saying it to feel okay about it? Or do we all just need to buck up? You know, I don't know. Right. It Yeah. It's interesting because she said something in the hallway when she was frustrated and she said, I just feel like, um, what did she say? I feel like it's all his way or the highway. And my impression from the conversation that they were having during this episode is I thought it was the opposite. I thought she, he was trying to say, why don't we try this thing together? And she's like, no, you go ahead. How I communicate is how I communicate. I'm good. So that's, that's how I took I've, it too. Yeah, I felt like she was a little more my way or the highway in that conversation. And I'm not saying again, there's a bunch of stuff we don't see off camera. I know that. Um and both of them were driving me batshit <laughs> during this conversation. So I can't I'm so confused as to who's I, in the right and who's in the wrong because they both spun my head around so much that I just I was like, I don't even know what's going on. At the one point when she said when they were at yoga later and she said uh at that aerial yoga, and she told the girls that one thing she misses is the chase. I was like, "You guys, your conversations are chases. You, there's oh, no yeah. the chase isn't over for you two. You're chasing They're both each chasing, other from the out, ch- chasing the fucking their tails is chasing what they're doing. The end of a sentence, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> chasing a point, yeah. It's it just it it was a lot, and and uh, when she's when she said that about. Uh, the journaling, I just felt bad for him because he just, it seemed like he wanted to try in which she was like, yeah, you go ahead. Um, you go ahead and write your thoughts down. I can communicate ver- vocally, but you go ahead and write them down. If you, it just, it was like, come on guys. Right. Just- and I think that that kind of indicates what he was saying, like the, t- you know, with her tone where he doesn't feel comfortable because kind of, she's almost like, sure, little boy, go journal. I don't need to. And right. that can make you feel uncomfortable to then, well, now I don't want to go read what I'm going to write in my journal because I feel like you're going to make fun of it. Um, Right, right. Like sensitive to it and stuff. But then when they went and did tantric yoga, like one couple always has to do uh, every season. I feel like I get an erection when these people are doing tantric (laughs) yoga. Every season, it makes me, it's, you know, you take your cardigan off, tie it around your waist. (laughs) (laughs) So nobody can see your boner. 
Yeah, yeah. Like you can't you can't watch the tantric yoga episode in sweatpants because your boner will be too uh apparent. I'm serious. I I can't imagine again a fresher hell than being filmed doing tantric yoga with your partner whilst uh having to be natural. No, and they're both so hot. I just feel I like know. You'd it was put, like a soft porn. It was yeah. like, yeah. So, well, she, I, that, but that's when she got, they had a question about whether or not she's been fully vulnerable. And she says no. And they were talking about lack of communication again. And he's, um, I think it was like, then they asked him like, what's hard to say to her. And he says, I wish I could trust you more. And um, she took that in and she said, it's not a shock to me that you feel that you can't trust me to come to me with your point of view. And um, I know I need to create a safe space for him and blah, blah, blah. So she, and she said something like, I know nothing is completely your fault. So in that moment, she really took a lot of ownership. So I felt like she did. They got to, they talked in circles so much that maybe one of them came out and was like, Oh, I think I know what just happened. Yeah, no, they definitely, I feel like they made some headway uh, during the tantric yoga <laughs> and the conversation that followed. I am so corny. I'm so sorry. But um, sorry, not sorry. No, you're not yeah, sorry. I mean, I after that, after their, their yoga sesh, I feel like, I feel hopeful. Like, I, I feel... Like they they broke through something. I think like if it was again video game, they leveled up to something. You know. Yeah, it seems like the past couple episodes they end on a good note, and then we get into the beginning of the next episode, and they start talking in circles again. So I just can't get a read on. I don't know if she is just waiting for him um, to meet her at a certain level that that she feels like she's at that I don't know. I just, I can't get, I can't figure it out because obviously from the beginning with him sort of not telling her about having roommates and stuff, which was super weird. Um, I, I just don't know if she's got her guard up on him, but at the same time, I do feel like if he's going to say something like I'm willing to do this journal thing, even though I fucking hate journaling, I think he kind of even indicated, he's like, I don't want to do it either, but I thought I'd do it because I thought it might help. Um, right. Then I think the right response in that, I'm not saying right, but the better response would probably be, sure, let's both try it. And then. Right. 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 Just to yeah. sort of meet each other halfway. Well, yeah, I think I think that would have been the kind of like cooperative, like, yeah, let's both do this, experience it together. Maybe it'll help. I mean, another thing she said to him um, and I think it was telling when they were at the the yoga erection class when she said um, she's like, sometimes she feels like he honestly doesn't care for her or the marriage. And, you know, again, I think he's sort of kept he he, he you know, holds his cards close. He doesn't really um show a lot of emotion or he's you know, neither one of them is that vulnerable. But I think like. I think she just needs more from I think she has a ton to give. She just needs more from him because she's not she's not going to be the first one. You know, right, I feel like right. it's like, yes. she's like she wants it. She wants 
him to open up, be vulnerable, because I think she naturally wants to give that back, but she's not going to fucking be the first one to do it. Right. That makes sense. Why don't you get in there? Be an expert. Yeah. Open kimono. I mean, I honestly, I, uh, I my, you know, my dream, <clears throat> me and you somewhere and that the couples just filter in. We're like, we have drinks. We're probably on a beach or something just because maybe it'd be good production. Um, and the couples filter through and just come to us for advice once in a while. I would love that. That would be my, yeah. Um, that's my goal. Let's talk about Lindsay and Mark next because okay. <laughs> her bluntness with, so at the beginning she was talking about talking to her friend about how he was intimate, intimate with her at the beginning. And then he kind of pulled back <laughs> and pulled out. <laughs> pulled um, out. <laughs> <laughs> now, while she's talking about this, I get that it was his bad that he got excited on wedding night and thought, we have a great connection. Let's go ahead and do this in a way. Not really his bad because she was game. But right. I, I get that I get that it was misleading to her. Not misleading. I shouldn't even say. It's just I don't think she's understanding that then she got. They went on the honeymoon and she fought with people and she got told on a plane how to behave and she was carrying on and apparently had the flight attendants had to tell her to keep her mask on and all this stuff. Again, this is our plea for footage. We always ask yes. for the airplane footage. God um, damn it. But I, I just feel like every time she complains about him pulling back after the first couple of nights and when they were intimate and all this stuff, she's forgetting all the shit that she's done since then, like calling him small balls in a bowling alley and, and, <laughs> Right. Like I just yes. there seems yes. to be no sort of recognition or, or accountability on her end when she talks about this stuff. And add to that her saying, I love you it, 40 hours into meeting him or whatever the fuck it was. Right. You know, I mean, that's that's all that's going to that's going to make a guy want to take a knee and take a step back and maybe not, you know, stick it in again real soon if that's the outcome. You well, know, she did I, say I, that that morning that she, he had sex with her, but it wasn't good enough and it was just for him. And she's like, don't worry, it was a quick and dirty. And she used her vibrator afterwards. Oh, I mean, she's Jesus just like, Christ. whatever, it wasn't good enough. I got, but it just, she complained about him not wooing her. Now then on after party, so she was on after party. It was her, Elijah Wan, and this guy, Kevin Fredericks, who was, I thought he was a delight. Super funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, And... It was, she said something about, I want him to woo me. And I know I'm kind of jumping around here, but she also, in this episode, starts talking about telling the girls how, you know, I've been with these like amazing men who have their shit together and this and this. Oh, again, we have seen her say nothing, but I was just with a bunch of losers and don't date engineers. They're fucking, they'll fuck you over. I've just been nothing with, I'm only with losers. Like, that, and now all of a sudden her dating history is these guys that used to flight her around on private jets or something. Yeah. Yeah. Her narrative seems to shift when uh, when it needs to for the conversation. It's sort of yes, interesting. That's a good point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's just so I mean, it's just so much like even I love, though, like you said, she's talking to her friend in the, on a Zoom in the beginning. And even her friend basically is like, you, you need to tone tone it down. You need to tone down your speed. I mean. I feel like between her friends, 
her father, her brother, when they're all literally were like, listen, we it's not our fault. You're going to you know what I mean? Everybody's been sort of prepped for her, except everyone like it, we, no one knew it was going to be this much. Yeah, and especially especially mock. Yeah, her friend was like, you're at Lindsay's speed, which I think refers to, just like you said, her saying, I love you right away, her feeling protected right away, and then her freaking out and running whenever and and just talking super mean to him whenever they have a fight. And I'm not saying that Mark is blameless in all of this. I'm just saying for someone that says she wants to see him fight for himself and speak up for himself, boy, does she not allow that to happen. And so I do think yeah. the natural response for somebody like him is going to be to just go hands up, walk backwards and hope you don't fall off a cliff. Like, <laughs> I don't know what else he's supposed to do. No, I, you're right. It's kind of I mean, I wouldn't even how do you navigate that? You know, I mean, he's just trying to make it to decision day alive. I don't even think he gives a <laughs> shit if he's married or not. He's just trying. I mean, the way she's. She's rambunctious and he just wants to not pull any muscles, break any bones, just get to fucking decision day. Yeah. Even when Viv was coming over, he's like, I hope we can have a conversation about what, you know, is going on and like good things instead of what we're not doing. I, for example, sex. Um, But that she literally just said in a clip before that she likes to be on top because she discovered a G spot orgasm. So I'm like, I think you're going to talk about sex. We've already heard it. (laughs) Per se, that she's used her vibrator when you left this morning, that she's going to dry up like the Sahara if you don't bang her better, and that she's discovered a G-spot orgasm. So I think that you guys are going to be talking about sex, which they did. Um, I was going to say, whether Viv was there or not, I think they would have had the same conversation and same evening, you know? I mean, Lindsay is the epitome of an oversharer. They're kind of my favorite people, but they're my worst nightmare, too. And I like I have a joke about that, but like... Oh, where'd you get your dress? Oh, this TJ Maxx nine, but you know, like she'll just fucking, oh yeah. Favorite sex position mark on top. Cause I recently found it. I mean, he didn't ask where, what and why he just, you know? Yeah. She's she, I mean, he amazing. could be like, if, if she said, if he was like, how was your day? She could be like, I was able to squirt with my vibrator this morning. He'd be like, oh my God, I just meant how'd it go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a, one word, a mood, a scale of one to 10. I don't need to know, you know, you soaked your culottes, whatever. <laughs> well, Viv visits. They talk about the sex stuff. I mean, basically, Viv's asks about their marriage. Lindsay just laughs like a psycho. Mark says it's been an interesting three weeks. And no, Sarah, what does he say? He says it's been an interesting three oh, weeks. You're right. So Mary is very much obsessed with the fact that Mock the shock doesn't say his G's. Yeah. Yeah. Like the full ING that he's you love like, it. I, it's my favorite thing. I think it's so endearing. He just says, yeah, it's been an interesting three weeks. The wedding <laughs> was fun. We did some dancing. Just having, <laughs> having a nice time. <laughs> oh, I hope, I hope that one day you get to meet him and just tell him how much you love oh. that about him. Um, um, you and me both girl. Yeah, Viv pointed out, she's like, I knew there could be fireworks with you guys, but I just didn't know that it could get this bad. And they show the clips of how she talks to him. Viv kind of pretends it's both of them. The only thing we have seen him on camera say, sort of snapping back at her, was have another drink, Um, which I I wouldn't blame him being yelled at like that in a bowling alley. But I don't know. For all we know, he's 
snapped at her more times. I mean, I don't know how, if it gets like that, but I just don't know if he's the person that goes inside himself like I do when the other person's yelling. Well, and I don't know how much you would have to give her or say to her for her to respond like this either. You know what I mean? Like, I agree. We have no idea what he's saying, but he could also not be saying shit. And and she's just acting out, you know? I right. Don't know. It's just, I mean, basically they talk about sex and Lindsay says the first time, I think Viviana said how it wasn't. She's like, it wasn't bad, you know? When, you know, for the first time or whatever. And basically Mark's like, it didn't, I, I yes, it, we had a great night on our wedding night and it just felt right. And then the second time it just didn't feel as right. And Viviana's like, what's happened? And he tries to explain again. I think it was just, I think it started on that fucking plane on the honeymoon. I think he just started being like, oh God, my hands are full here. I don't know how to handle this person. I don't know how to handle. Right. I'm not good at conflict. And she's just walking conflict. Yeah. She's just, she's, I think she likes to be known that, that she's blunt, that she's candid, but she's, it's, it can be mean. Like when Viv was like, so tell me about the trajectory of your sex life. And Lindsay's just like, it's dead. And you know, Viv's like, whoa, 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 you can't, you can't be that rude if you're going to, if you actually want this to work. Yeah. You know? She said, it's if just, you want, she's like, don't you want a good sex life with him? Because if you do, you, you can't be so rude when you talk to him about it. And, and even on after party, Keisha said, you, you, got, you, you kind of hit below the belt here. So, well, and, and, you know, they, they get the sex basket that, that again, the Dr. Viv episode usually involves some toys and um, they had a Nerf gun fight before yeah, that. I just want to say I would rather pick up trash on the side of the road for a year's worth of Saturdays than be involved in one Nerf fight. That is I hate shit like that I, flying at my face or I, I just I can't imagine a less fun thing to do. I w- want so badly for you to come home and ha- find out <laughs> that Mark set up a fucking Nerf gun fight for you. I can't imagine anything worse either. I yeah, it's, he sets what are you up a doing? nerf fight. I'm setting up a, a U-Haul for him to move his <laughs> shit out of here because that would be a, a game changer, a deal breaker. I it it's I can't imagine a fresher hell than and no. and Mark was a good sport about it. He he was like, oh, but it's just a, it's like oh my god, Jesus, a, a nerf gun fight. That's what I have to come home to. I was hoping for I mean, <laughs> a glass of wine and maybe a handy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a quiet handy. That's the title to Mark's book. He's I will gonna say, come out with <laughs> a quiet handy. I will mm-hmm. say that one thing that Keisha said on after party, um, uh, when when she asked Lindsay about talking to him the way she did, which I thought was interesting, was Lindsay was like, In the past I would vent to my girlfriend and let my claws come out and I would get it out that way. But now I'm just on camera. So when I unfortunately went in that bathroom at the bowling alley and thought I was sort of just like venting in her mind. She was having a private moment. <laughs> right. Right. And yeah. Obviously she was not. And that was actually surprising too, because Elijah Wan stepped in and he said on after party, he was like, we both really love hard and we're passionate. So sometimes you catch us in the talking about him and Lindsay, both. He's like, sometimes you catch us in these moments. that are a little too real. And I was like, oh, they're kind of like friends now. 
I, I kind of love that, like with starting off and the whole, you know, the plane footage that we still need. But the fact that they're buds and they can sort of, you know, throw shit at one another and get their opinions. I thought that was neat. I like that. I know. I did, too. And um, and then there was something else she said. Lindsay said she does laugh with Mark a lot. So whatever. She said that on After Party. And then she said something about my husband's life is falling apart. I just don't know what she's always talking about with that. Is that because he had bed bugs? I honestly, the bed bugs. And then she, you know, she drops his mom on him. You know, like she uses that as ammo. I don't really know. And I, I very much feel like I've not seen enough to match what she says about his life being such a shambles. It just, and it feels weird because she just seems like a hot mess most of the time. And again, I don't know if it's just like drinks and whatever, but it's like, I, I don't I don't think that's true. Is it some weird projecting thing or does she really think his life is fucking chaos? I, I don't know. I don't know. I just think that's like her go to sort of. I don't yeah. know. But she when they got that intimacy basket and there was like a silent game, I was so happy for Mark. And then <laughs> a ball <laughs> gag. I'm going to be like, listen, oh. this is every day, all day. They give them a, they give them ball gags. She's the first person I've ever seen still be able to talk and be loud with a fucking ball gag in her mouth. <laughs> it's a special talent she has. She was, yeah. she was just still going. She had a ball gag in her mouth and she was just still having a conversation. I was like, there's a ball gag in your mouth. She would be like the worst person for somebody to like kidnap. <laughs> <laughs> like they'd kidnap her and then they'd like an hour and they would you just see the car come to a screeching halt and dump her on the side of the road, like alive and healthy. But you know what I mean? They'd be holding her for ransom and then they're like, no, 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 we'll pay you. Take her back. <laughs> yeah. I can't have this conversation again about her G spot, please. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. The intimacy basket is um, those. I think they even mentioned on after party. Those end up being more funny than they are. Like realistically. Yeah. 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 They're not really, you know, he's in a candy G string, but they were having fun with it. And like Lindsay said, she thought he was doing things out of his comfort zone and having fun with it. Um, And then that's kind of when they started talking about the wood thing again. She told the, uh, but then she did say to the girl something about, at least I got my orgasms back. So I guess he must have somehow given her one. Maybe he let her be on top and. And just laid there while she found her G spot or something. <laughs> like, do whatever you got to do, Mock. Just hey, put, come on, Mock. Put on your noise canceling headphones and let her let her go to town. You know she knows where it is. She'll get there without you. Yeah, poor guy. And the one thing that struck me too at the end was they were talking about for them. They were talking about what she would need on decision day to say yes from him. But I didn't see them talk about what he would need from her. Ah, uh, yeah, valid. Also, I guess we probably know that answer. It's everything she's not currently doing. But yeah, I what did we what did she say? Um, I don't remember. She was like something about what did she like, say? Show she needed- up for me. Yeah, whatever. show up for me. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. always going to be there for me. Blah blah blah. Um, right. You know the the basic stuff. But I I just also feel like she always says that she wants him to do what is best for him. Like she keeps saying that he doesn't put himself first. And then I just feel like I don't see her trying to let him put himself first. And again, Mm -hmm. obviously there's a lot we don't see, 
Um, but what was the shocking the- moment for all of yes. us was after party. Yes. If you guys didn't watch it, apparently, um, Mark. So Lindsay complains that Mark had slid into, as she said, Alyssa's DMs. Mm. And then she called Mm, mm, mm. Alyssa the cockroach that never went away. And (laughs) okay. Um, Now, but then it kind of seemed Elijah one was like, yeah, but she and Chris had a tough time. And I think people just checked in on them both after the show. So I, it's hard to know. Was he, I mean, if, Listen, the way Alyssa treated Chris, and this is, I am, this is not a physical thing against Mark or anything, but he doesn't have a dragon tattoo or whatever the fuck it is Alyssa thought that she needed. And he's definitely not a cowboy. So, (laughs) lion tattoo, I think it was. So, yeah, I, I have a hard time believing that Mark the Shock, who's so beaten at this point, thinks that he has a shot with Alyssa, who is the queen of, you know, uh, the bitch Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's like. Oh, I'm probably her type now after hearing and seeing all the episodes. But who knows? But I, but I mean, that's a that would be a scandal. It would be. I mean, I don't know that he would be like. Who knows? We don't know what these DMs were. Whatever. Maybe he was just like, God, I know you had a hard time after the show. Whatever. But it was uh, am i a good person yes or no <laughs> and then he would circle one and or send it back and that's what it was it was she very did one titillating. of those she did one of those quizzes that you can do on instagram a good person yes or no please a poll <laughs> in her yeah. stories and he just kept voting yes um <laughs> no but uh, but to Lindsay's point and and to be fair if you're in you're in a new relationship she, it was no secret that she and Alyssa didn't like each other or get along. So if she feels a bit betrayed by Mark messaging Alyssa, then that's fine. That's her. He shouldn't be doing it. Absolutely. Just based on character alone, I feel like he, I totally see Lindsay's side of that a million percent. And when I think about Mark sliding into DMs again, it's probably, he's like a sensitive, nice guy. Like again, I feel like, Cause wasn't he pretty good friends with Chris too? Like I don't think he would do that to Chris either. You yeah, know, like he, I feel like he, they've kept, you know, they've kept up their friendship and stuff. But it's like anything I hear her name, I think there's something negative and manipulative, and so I'm I put anything sketchy about that on her. I think Lindsay's like that's rightfully the thing to do. Yes, I would feel if she if she's like no, I don't like that then I don't yeah. blame her. And and he has to sort of be considerate of that too and go, look, that's true. Like, she's not my best friend. We're probably not going to be best friends. So I don't really need to. Now, if he's worried about her or she or thinks that she's going through a really tough time and he goes, hey, I'm just going to message Alyssa. Like, I think, you know, we don't know their relationship, whatever. So if he's like, then, okay. But it didn't, from the way that she said it, it didn't seem... Like it had been a discussion. It seemed like something she found out about and she didn't seem happy well, about it. Jesus. Could you imagine? I mean, if he, if he wanted to be out of a relationship with Lindsay, cause he doesn't, you know, want to have to defend the person he's with. Alyssa wouldn't be the right gal to swoop <laughs> <No>. up. <laughs> yeah. You're just going, yeah, that's just a lateral move yeah. um, in a lot uh, of ways. But so I can't figure out these two. It's just, I mean, 
I don't feel like she has any apologies about hitting below the belt. I feel like it seems as if she defends herself for doing that in a weird way. She always finds someone else sort of to blame for it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. again, as just like last week, we still, we don't know if he even knew about the bowling alley rant until he saw it. So, well, and that's where, that's what I want to know for again. She's like, Oh, I'm outspoken. This is me. What you see is what you get, you know? And then I'm stubbing a cigarette out. Like, like I like to pretend that she does, but I don't know that she smokes. Um, I do not necessarily think that they have given enough attention to that bowling alley scene. Like she, like, she said some fucked up shit. I mean, again, small balls, small balls, whatever. But like, just shaming this guy, talking about how much an, money he makes. Go, yeah, go live with your mom, you loser. Yeah, right. That like, that's for why somewhere- I don't, I don't think he saw it until it aired, and it, and so therefore, when they're in filming the next week, when we see them together, he doesn't know what she said. I don't think he can't. I don't think he, I agree with you. I don't think he does. He can't have heard that. I don't. So yeah. if they stayed together, that was an awkward uh, Wednesday evening at their house. That would take really big balls to stay together after hearing that. <laughs> and from what we found out, you know, it's kind of a discrepancy in the story. So there I don't we know go. what to believe, Sarah. Oh, I don't either. Um, okay. Anyway, but Mock, stay out of Alyssa's DMs. I mean. Yeah, I mean, just uh, don't give Lindsay any more reasons to be pissed off. She's already pissed off enough uh, at other things. (laughs) Yeah, and I just think you know, find find yourself if it's not going to be Lindsay, don't don't go don't go, Alyssa. No, thank you. We're gonna end on Katina Elijah one because boy, did this episode also make my head want to explode. Um, she feels like she's disappointing him for not being enough of a wife. She takes being a wife seriously. So the things that he said to her last week, which we hurt her. And uh, of course they did. And I'll tell you what, a couple episodes ago, she said she doesn't cry. And <gasps> I know it's been waterworks. <laughs> it was waterworks. So uh, congratulations, Elijah Wan, you made her cry. Um, I have never wanted to like jump through my TV and hug someone more because I, I just, she just, gets me in the heart now because mm-hmm. she just you can tell because she's very it's it's interesting because she's super strong and he even said that on after party he's like look she lets me talk you know and she lets me get certain things out but when those camera cameras are off she gives me the business like she she stands yeah. up for herself she's not a pushover but it's more about the fact that she feels she's disappointing someone that's what's killing her here and that's what's on him is the way he's talking to her. And that's what Viv said. I mean, and that was the whole really sort of crux of the conversation with them. It's like, you're, you're, she's like my insecurities. It feels like he's triggering those and making me feel like I'm not enough. And that was just killing me. I know it made me so sick. And, and that to anything of feeling not good enough, not living up to the standards of someone that you so desperately want to it was heart-wrenching and i don't think that is you know we know i mean you can just tell he cares for her so much like so 
I don't know. She, he needs to hear that that is how he's making her feel when yeah. he's saying these things. He needs to hear that. And it, I, I felt like there was a look on his face of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but boy, be- right before that and leading up to that in this fucking conversation when he, and oh. Viv was like, she comes over and she's like, each marriage comes with its own challenges. <laughs> and she came over and she said, why we we know what's going on. We're kept abreast of all the situations, whatever. How come when it's you guys, all I hear is about food and cooking? And I love what she was like, did you not eat before you were married? <laughs> I know. I was like, boom, Viz 100. So funny. And he's like, well, before I could just go grab anything on the go, but I have a wife now. It's like, by the way, you can still go grab shit on the go. Even when you have a wife, just ask my husband. In fact, that's what also, you're going to end up doing most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, grab something for your wife too. It'd be real nice. Probably, probably use the shit that Viv will give you in a basket later. If you do yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, it's just, and then you start talking about the housewarming again. It was just like circles and circles of this. She wanted to clean half the floor, and he questions her if they're mentally on the same floor level over this floor conversation. And Viv's like, "We, you're questioning her mental capabilities because she went to bed after you said, "Fine, go to bed. I'm gonna clean." I, I just yeah I I I think we should maybe do like start a GoFundMe for a cleaning service for Katina and Elijah Wan and Stephen Noy. Just make sure they live in the same building. Someone will pop in every couple weeks, and they can move on. And maybe and, a and, meal delivery service for yes. Look at them. all the things that we have access to, just even on our little phone handheld phone computers. That we're we're in a world we can just boop food boop cleaner. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so I, I really liked what Viviana said during this, though. She's like, I, your archaic views, mm-hmm. you're going to end up divorced like several times. This is never yeah, going to work. This is for not you. a Katina thing. This is an O thing. And it's going to absolutely cause you problems with any woman. A hundred percent. I mean, I just it's 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 crazy that he just keeps harping on these things. And he, he said he thinks she's lazy in the marriage. I mean, she only thinks out, she only thinks of herself. And, and he's like, you have this ideal and you're taking it out on her and, um, you know, telling her that she's not grown. If she doesn't meet this ideal is ridiculous because it's an ideal. It's not realistic. This isn't how, if you, there are people that have a traditional, not traditional, but, you know what I mean? Like that sort of yeah. Yeah. housewife and husband marriage. And that's fine, but that's not the standard that has to be met. That's not how that works. That's a thing for you to figure out with the person you're with. And for him to keep harping on this shit, that's obviously not what she wants to fucking do. So leave her alone. But for the most part, that that view is archaic and it doesn't mean that this is how it has to be and whatever ideal he has in his mind this isn't what katina wants to do but she wants to she wants to try to meet him on part of that but she doesn't have to do all of this shit it's just it's like that conversation was so infuriating he kept he kept saying i just want to know where i'm being met and um and then she's like i feel like i'm with someone who if i don't do something he likes, he's just going to threaten to leave me. That's what she, and that's the worst feeling. She just feels like she's yeah. on this unstable ground that like he he calls her lazy in the marriage again. Um, and she just f- says she feels beat up on. 
and yeah. um, he calls out her insecurities and that's when he started to listen. Well, and that's, that's like with, I love that Viv kind of used his own words and said to him, like you pointing out her insecurities is not quote taking care of your wife. Cause he says that all the time, you know, I just want to take care of my wife. Yeah. Well, you're not what you're doing right now. That's not, that's not doing it. Yeah. It's, it's not doing it at all. And she's like, your views are flimsy. Um, these certain things. And then, and he's like, well, I think he said something like not flimsy. And she's like, mm, I'm an expert in this. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, uh, fucking Viv dropping the, what do you drop? The you know hammer? I mean? The hammer. Yeah. Dropping the hammer. Thank but you. But she now, so then finally, so this is like what it, where it was a similar thing to me wanting to throw my head against the wall, like Jasmine and Michael talking in circles. Now, all of a sudden he's like, it's not cooking and cleaning. It's more than that. And I'm expressing it in the wrong way. He's like, I just feel like I'm giving a hundred and it's not being met. And um, he talks about how he works overnight and he comes home and the house is a mess and there's no food. Like, okay. I I can see in some ways it's almost like Noy being annoyed with Steve about, right. right? She's working from home. And so, but that doesn't, you can't be pissed off that you have a certain job and your your spouse has a different one and she gets to work from home instead or whatever. Now, if you are super anal about the way your house is kept and you come home and it's messy because you worked overnights, then that's something you guys can work on. But it's been like fucking a few weeks. And right. the way you're talking to her, I'd go to bed too when you started yelling at me about the floor. I'd just go right to bed. I, I wouldn't even <laughs> offer half the floor. I'd be like, fuck you. It's all you. You do the I'd whole lay floor. Down, I'd lay down on the floor and be like, sleep the- around me. <laughs> yeah. I would just make a mess on the floor and then leave an extra mess. It um, was it was so. And, and then all of a sudden he was like, it's not the cooking and cleaning. It's that I, I she I need her to open up to me. And um, show me that she can be vulnerable and it's her lack of being vulnerable. It just, which, okay, that then they got somewhere. Now that's a conversation. Yeah. That's a worthwhile conversation. Cooking and cleaning isn't a worthwhile conversation anymore. Let it go, right. dude. Yeah. Get Postmates or just knock it off. And I think Viv, you know, her, she, she's good at what she does. I mean, she heard him say that. And then she told uh, Katina, she said, if you don't share enough of yourself, he's not going to know you enough to say yes on decision day. And I think that got through to her loud and clear too. So kind of like, okay, like you said, we're making progress. Let's, you know, and then what did she go out and do for the next night? Oh, she went out and made, got, made him a movie night. <laughs> that can't and it was and po- popcorn. <laughs> really good. I knew that you were going to love the candy and popcorn. I love you probably, candy and popcorn. You probably smacked Mark right on the head and were like, why don't I have a fucking movie night, asshole? I know. I just want a fucking movie night. <laughs> oh, it looked fun. It looked, he was so excited. Like, he was like a little kid. He really, really, you could, he, I think he just really felt flattered with how how much she nailed it. Yeah. And he was like, you, 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 you're showing emotions through your actions and this is what I needed. So, okay. If, if, if it's down to that and if he's so bad, not bad, he's not bad at expressing himself because 
Although, what did he say on after party? After party, he said something, and Keisha asked him about it, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just dramatic, Keisha. I'm just super yeah. dramatic." And yeah, so, yeah. And I, I listen. I definitely believe that he has uh, this thing in his head about an ideal woman, quote unquote, cooking and cleaning. But sure. the way he pivoted during this episode and was like, I guess that's just my go-to and my thing is your actions. Like, where am I being met? If I don't come home and the house is clean, is there, what What other things are you doing? And I guess that's what the movie night was to her and to him. Right. But I will say the one thing that you pointed out that Viv said, okay, you know, if you can be more vulnerable with him, uh, Katina, then he'll know where to, to, he'll know you more on decision day. But at the same time, and even though I appreciated Katina taking that in and Viviana pointing that out, uh, he needs to understand that she can't get vulnerable if she's always feeling beat up, beat, beat up on. So he's yes. got he's got to help her get that way. Um, in my opinion, I think that that makes a million. That I can't even talk. That just makes a lot of sense, Sarah. That's like because otherwise, yeah. How is she going to open up if she is feeling? afraid to that she's being judged and she's not good enough and yeah i hate that yeah i I think it'd be funny if instead of like now because movie night was such a hit she instead of like making dinner or getting like regular food she just every night has bowls of candy out she's like what do you mean it worked (laughs) last it worked last time i don't know (laughs) i'd be fine with it yeah i me too i mean that's the thing is as much as it's infuriating that shit that he says and obviously we're not glossing over that because it is um the, the the two of them do seem to have a deep care for each other oh yeah and and honestly i that is kind of why he can say the shit he does say about cooking and cleaning and like not like a you know woman's role or but whatever his expectations are and not be the villain of the show is because he's sweet and kind at the core and does care a lot about her like when he gets emotional when he's like talking to the guys and stuff i mean he's in it you know so they just have to figure some shit out they do and hopefully she can be the person to to like he said on after party like hey listen she gives me the fucking business when the cameras go away don't worry about it and i like that i like that he's he seems proud of her um and hopefully he's learning. He doesn't need to be her life coach, like we said, and he just needs to be her husband. Um, and and then you know they obviously are attracted to each other. They they got the intimacy basket, and there was uh, there was stomach massage, which I wouldn't like my stomach massage, by the way. But um, he uh. said something about her stomach was near her tutu. What <laughs> he said something about getting near your tutu. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. How how are you Isaac with the big ego and now you say tutu? I mean this tutu. guy. I don't think yeah. Isaac called it a tutu. Yeah, when he would trip and face plant in ladies' tutus. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you're you're is... the guy that banged a, a mom and his, her daughter, and you're saying tutu. <laughs> Jasmina's uh, the one that's going to say vagina this episode. Come on. Oh uh, yeah, a little bit of a role reversal. <laughs> it was it was a shock. That that is so fucking funny. He's he's. Can we just, do you think that if they just got it in that they'd be like things would calm down a little for both of them? I think so. I mean, because they they've told us to this point that they still haven't had sex, right? 
Now I, I feel don't like know, they're probably that... doing the soak thing. Remember the that soaking? <laughs> they're doing something. They gotta uh, be doing something. I taught I taught Mare Bear about soaking, guys. Not taught her, but I told her about it. She'd never <laughs> heard about it, and I forget what episode that was. We have a lot a category of episodes uh, to go through. If you want to go back and ever learn about soaking, I who knows which one it was, but you just have to start uh, from the beginning. Um, yeah. But and if you don't know what it is, look it up and then you're welcome. I haven't I a- haven't been the same since that episode, <laughs> just knowing that term and what it means. And but something's going on. They need to just just have well, a nice consensual genital party, the two of them. And I mean, maybe yeah. they did the end of this episode, right? They have we do we know? So oh, yeah, we don't know. You're right. I mean, maybe they that- might have the end of this episode. I mean, they didn't talk about it on after party, but. I he went in and closed that door. I don't know after I, they were massaged each other on the couch. So I feel like Viv probably there's like some sort of like bonus structure. She gets a raise if they fuck on the the day they get their care package, their their sex basket. Like if it like gets them to have sex, she gets promoted or something. <laughs> she gets a bonus, a Christmas bonus. Yeah. yeah. He said something like their intimacy went to another level, but I don't know. I don't feel like they said they had sex, right? No, I, I, I didn't walk away with that. I don't think so. I think they would have made a bigger deal. It's got to be soon, though. I mean, candy night, movie night, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's insane. Anyway, who knows? But oh, it was that he said I, he could have handled everything better, but that Katina is strong. Um, and I thought that was. Interesting. I'm sure watching this back for him, he's like, "Ooh boy, I gotta, I gotta, oh, learn, I gotta learn to talk nicer, at, or, or to not nicer, but yeah, nicer. I don't know a, a lot of things. I'm sure he's yeah figuring it out as he goes. I really have to say, like, I give I give them a lot of uh, credit with like being on. I love After Party now, number one, but like being on that, watching a clip where you're kind of just being a nightmare and then having to talk about it. With uh, Keisha Knight Pulliam and potential guests, I I give them a lot of credit, almost more credit than getting married at first sight. I know I, that's kind of why I can't wait to do it to do after parties to like have to watch them watch clip of the, clips of themselves and be like, uh, uh. Oh my God, Sarah! I'm like seriously just gonna be the weirdo like lurking behind the scenes, like in the bat, like I'll like I don't know. Just I can't wait. Um, I'll die. I wonder who will be with. Oh my God. I know. And we're going to be like, I mean, can you imagine? Just be like, hi, Elijah one. No cooking and cleaning conversation ever fucking again, dude. Hey, like yeah. all the things you just want to say to everyone. We'll just be like, maybe spurting them out and then being like, oh shit. Sorry. Um, I'm going to print out some <sighs> word documents and hand them to them. Be like, listen, we don't have enough time today, but these are my thoughts. Carry on. These are my thoughts. Yeah. Oh, Coda. Oh, Mare Bear. Well, we did it. We did it. And, and, I got to be honest, I'm left. I'm I'm glad I got to talk to you about this and and but I'm I'm left wanting more and uh, I just I feel like I'm living my life Wednesday to Wednesdays now, but it's okay. <laughs> I know. I know. And left very unclear on what's going to happen with anyone because I I, I Katina and Elijah one are definitely my front runners, but yeah, not not when he keeps saying this shit for sure, because I, I don't know if she's just going to one day snap and go, you know what? Just forget it. I, I, I don't want to cook and clean and I don't know how to make mm-hmm. it more clear to you. Maybe because this episode 
he expressed more. Maybe they'll, and then she opened up and got a little vulnerable into the movie night. I mean, who knows? I don't know. I, I have no guesses anymore. If this was a Vegas bet, I just wouldn't even bother. I know. Well, it's Jasmina said at the girls aerial yoga that looked tough. Um, she would need an amazing second month to say yes on decision day. And I was like, I hope he hope somebody whispers that to him. Yeah. Somebody. <laughs> Somebody clues him in uh, up on the yeah. roof where apparently they have a lot of conversations on the roof of the apartment building. Um, oh, my God. All right. Well, you know, oh. we'll be here uh, every Thursday with our Married at First Sight recaps and stay subscribed so that you can always catch when we do an extra episode that's not Married at First Sight and in between Married at First Sight and other the next season of Married at First Sight, we do other stuff. And then there's our Patreon. Fun, fun, ridiculous episodes every month join us join us we have fun i can't wait till next week i know bye mare bear bye kuda <laughs> <laughs>